0: Hi, I'm Sam, and welcome to Radio Headspace and to Monday Morning. So I got to admit, this is a crazy story, and people don't really know what to say after I tell them. So it involves visualization— And I was in a long-term relationship for about 11 years from the time I was 17 to 28. And I kind of always knew that it was destined to end, but it just sort of kept going. Anyhow, I knew it wasn't going to last, but didn't know what to do. So I started to meditate. And a big part of my practice involved envisioning what I wanted out of my life. This included work and relationships. And during one meditation session, I imagined a tall man in the kitchen had a towel slung over his shoulder, and he was whistling while he skillfully stir-fried a meal for us. So this vision was recurring. I remember feeling safe and delighted when seeing the man I would come to refer to as the singing cook. I repeated this meditation over the years, checking in with my imaginary singing cook and noticing new details. I imagined him as a single father, and he was connected to nobility somehow, and he was always very chipper. So as predicted, my relationship came to an end, but my friend who knew about the imaginary singing cook encouraged me to trust that he would come along, and I kind of did. So a few years after the breakup, I decided to take a trip to Sweden because I've been fixated on Sweden for years. It's a place I'd always wanted to visit because I was so impressed by its generous parental leave and just its general commitment to a peaceful existence. And I'm really into meetup.com, which, if you're unaware, it's an online platform that connects people with shared interests for local events. I saw a meetup for the second night I was in Stockholm. It was a pub trivia night for expats. I decided to go, and I had a great time. So there were some people who wanted to stay after trivia to play more games, and I joined their table. I scooted down this long bench, And when I looked next to me, I saw a man with kind eyes and a friendly smile. He introduced himself as Ludwig, and we began to play a card game. I felt an immediate magnetic pull toward him. I was struck by his unique balance of playfulness and this dignified, gentlemanly manner that made me feel really safe, but also really delighted. And after we'd been talking for a bit, I remembered that my birthday was coming up. So I invited him to come celebrate it with me. He said he'd love to, but he had to find a babysitter for his daughter. He was a single father. I was so excited. I was like, you have a daughter, I can babysit. Immediately forgetting that I was the reason he needed someone to babysit. Opening up to each other was effortless. And as we were talking, I caught a glimpse of a signet ring on his pinky finger. And I asked about it. He told me that it was his family crest and that his family was part of the nobility of Sweden. Suddenly it all started to click. I immediately remembered the singing cook from my meditation and this really odd connection to nobility. It was weird, but it was actually happening. And the next day I went to Ludwig's apartment. And as I came out of the bathroom, I heard whistling from the kitchen. And I walked in and saw Ludwig with a dish towel flung over his shoulder, stir frying some veggies for us. And I just smiled. I felt the sense of delight and the sense of knowing and trusting that what I had imagined in my meditation so many years ago was coming to life. And Ludwig and I have been married for five years now, and we've had a lot of obstacles to overcome. We've traversed the globe many times to make our long-distance marriage (laughs) work in the beginning years. But every obstacle, everything we had to go through was worth it. So I love telling this story because I really hope it inspires people to take some quiet, uninterrupted time to just imagine what you want. And more importantly, how do you want to feel with a partner or a job or just in general in your daily life? How do you want to feel? Visualizing what we want doesn't mean that we're rigidly attached to what we imagine. It also doesn't mean that we somehow believe in magic or that we'll learn the secrets of life by meditating. It just gives us clues about how we'd like to feel so that we can recognize those feelings when we encounter people and relationships in our daily lives. One technique I learned in graduate school is called the miracle question. And you ask this question to yourself or to your clients or if you're working with someone, you ask them if you woke up tomorrow and the miracle happened, meaning that anything and everything getting in your way was resolved, how would things be? And you just have them close their eyes and start to imagine waking up to this reality in the morning. And this small meditation provides an opening or a sense of possibility when we feel really pessimistic about the future. By giving ourselves a chance to imagine the possibility of joy or ease, we're connecting with a sense of hope. So that's all for me for today. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow.